she did the test on me. Like now, can you? So see? I was falling. I've been falling a lot. That's that's okay. not how I broke my back, but um, there's something like when I go to Bible study or something, and they have like a little a little ramp, and you go step down from you know some of the houses. I would just fall because I wouldn't, wouldn't see. And I actually fell twice this week. I did. You fell twice this week. And remember, we prayed for your back because you had chronic and pain. And my back's better, and I still have my pill in Praise my pocket because I'm doing better. <laughs> that pill's going to stay in the pocket. It's going to end up in the trash can because you're not going to need it. Okay, so can I have everybody standing up, please? We're going to pray. We're going we're gonna to all unite our faith together. I'm going to have you stand over here and turn and face me. And, um, and so, first of all, we're just going to pray. Can we get some music on, please? Yes. Thank you, Father God. We decree perfect vision right now, Lord God. Perfect balance. Yes. Perfect balance over her step, Lord God. Thank you, Lord, for restoring, Father, what the enemy has yes. stolen. The years that the locust has stolen. We command all blindness to go. Limitations in her seeing to go right now. We thank you for perfect vision, perfect sight. In Jesus' mighty name, accurately. She's going to see accurately, Father God. Without any falling, without any... Uh, losing her step in Jesus name thank you father okay yeah you take those off we cancel every demonic assignment that's come against you in your bloodline thank you father we rebuke right now the assignment of the enemy generational curses and sicknesses generational degenerative eyesight we cancel every degenerative disease right now that has to do with your eyes vision and sight and we decree healing over your vision perfect 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 wow wow in jesus mighty name yeah start to receive yeah i feel yeah you receive it right now Hallelujah. Now let's test it. I want, wow. More, Lord. Tell us how you're doing. I just, I'm okay right now. I'm just waiting. I w well, yeah, but test it. Okay. Test okay. your. It's better. It's better. It's getting better. You mean it's clearer? See what happens? I have to see straight. When you hold your finger, you can do it yourself. And you hold your fingers, look straight ahead. Look straight ahead, and then hold your fingers. Okay, in other words, look at my eyes, and then tell me how many, okay, put your fingers. You guys, this is not that easy. Somebody else want to try this test? Okay, go ahead. See what I do, when you put your fingers down, right? Put your fingers down. How you do it is, I look, you I find a spot. Look at my nose, right? Okay, I'm looking at your and nose. Tell me how many fingers I put out. Two, three, four. You have yours. Yeah. See, that's what I need to do with you. Okay. Okay, so I look at your nose. Okay, you look at my nose. Okay, ready? Look at my nose. That's your fingers. Two. Four. It's getting better. It's getting better. It's getting better. Yeah. Five. Yeah. I'm all like, ah, I saw your eye go that way. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, to, to it's, it's, hard to look it's, forward. It's weaker on that side. It's stronger. On okay, that so side. we decrease. Yes, five. So we decrease. She said it's weaker on one side, yes. stronger on the other. It's improving, you guys. Thank you, Father. First of all, can I just say that she got every single one of those right? There was a little hesitation, but you got them all right. Lord, we decree right now. It is not weak. It is not weak. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. You got to look at her. Yeah, yeah. You keep on praying, but you got to look at her. You got to look at her. Thank you, Father. Woo! 
Oh yeah, let his let his presence fill you right now. Fire of the Holy Ghost. Wow, wow, wow. Wow. We're going to come back to Shauna. We're going to come back to Shauna. That's right. And we were testing her without her glasses on, guys. She took her glasses off for this test. We're going to hear more from her in a minute. Thank you, Father. Wow. Fire! Wow. Woo! Jesus! Wow, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Yeah, just keep on receiving, keep on, keep on. Yeah, all of that, all of that, all of that goes. Fire, glory, receive. Yeah, there you go. Your kingdom come, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven on earth as it is in heaven your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven Woo! yeah you feel that swirl right there that swirl right there holy ghost um, fire of the living god yeah boldness the boldness of jesus upon her the strength of jesus upon her right now every lying tongue we bind and we cast it out right now and we decree right now Fire, the fire of the living God. Just receive. Wow. <laughs> well, as the body of Christ, we get to be strengthened in Him. Let's see how you're doing. Let's um, let's put uh, the music just a little bit lower. Ready? It's hard though. It's okay. She's guessing the right numbers. She says it's a little hard, but she's guessing the right numbers. Okay, ready? One more time. Okay, looking at my nose. Four. Okay, we're going to do one more just because. Okay. You ready? Yes. One. Mm -mm. That's okay. Don't be discouraged. You did, you did all those other ones right. Okay, we're going to do one more. we got to end on a positive. Okay. Ready? Okay, look at my nose. One. One. <laughs> I love her laugh. I love her laugh. She's got the cutest giggle. Praise the Lord. Yeah, but God is healing you. You can see. And remember, this is without your glasses. <laughs> yeah, amen. Lord, praise the Lord. Do you need help? Oh, no, she's going to stay down. Praise God. We give you the praise and the glory. Amen, amen, amen. Father, we thank you for what you've done already this evening. We thank you, Lord, that you are the healer, God, that you heal. You heal. You still heal today. Uh, you're the healer, Lord God. We give you all the glory and all the praise, all the adoration in the mighty name of Jesus. And we decree, Lord, what you have done for one, you're doing for all of us. You're doing it again. Uh, thank you for doing it again. Thank you for healing us. Thank you for restoring, Lord God. Lord, we lift up our children and children's children, and we decree, Lord God, that they are restored. Their relationship with you and their relationship with us restored in Jesus mighty name father I thank you that no assignment that you will not be robbed Connie you will not be robbed in Jesus name I thank you Lord God that we decree right now every demonic assignment is under our feet we thank you and we praise you Lord God we are the church of God 
We are the church of God. And so we're filled with his dunamis power. We're filled with the Holy Spirit's power. We can do all things that Christ has called us to do. He's strengthening us right now in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. 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 Hallelujah. If you have your Bibles, go ahead and turn to Ephesians. We are in Ephesians chapter 2. Thank you, Father. In Ephesians chapter 2, talks a lot about the blood of Jesus. talks a lot about the, what the blood has done for us. It, it talks a lot about the blood. And how many of you know that his blood, Jesus' blood, that is, speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. Than the blood of Abel. It speaks a better word. Say, his blood speaks a better word. The blood still speaks and there is life in the blood. There is life in the blood. There is life in the blood of Jesus. That blood right now is running through your veins. That blood right now is the resurrection power within you. The life of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, let's look at Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 13. Verse 13, but now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off have now been brought near by the blood of Jesus. Why? How have we been brought near? By the blood of Jesus, that blood that still speaks, that blood that is still speaking, that blood that is still flowing, that blood that's still alive, that blood that has rescued you, the blood that has transformed you, saved you, that blood that has purchased you is still speaking. And it says, but now in Christ Jesus, you who were once afar off say at once one time I was afar off I was far from him didn't know him didn't understand him wasn't even interested in him once we were far, far off but we've been brought near by the blood of Jesus you there is no distance between you and Jesus there is no distance between you and your relationship with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords for the blood has made away we need to recognize the power of the blood the power of the blood of Jesus that restores that renews that cleanses that heals that calls us forth it's the blood that flows in and through us and it's been it's been shed Jesus shed his blood for the remission of sins so that we would go free you know when you get when you start really thinking about the blood of Jesus you realize the gift that this was for us and still is you realize the gift that Jesus has given us in shedding his own blood hallelujah a second Corinthians 5 21 it says for he who knew no sin Jesus knew no sin for he who knew no sin became sin for us, that we would become the righteousness of God. How is that possible? Through the blood, because of the cross, through the blood of Jesus. Okay, I'm going to take these off because this is really not. There we go. Thank you, Father. Let's look at verse 14. 
For he himself is our peace, Jesus is our peace, the Prince of Peace, who has made both one and has broken down the middle wall of separation. Aren't you glad that you are, there's no separation between you and Jesus? Aren't you glad that you can go into the Holy of Holies? Aren't you glad that God has already made perfect provision for us to walk in one ship with him? Aren't you glad that the veil has truly been torn? Yeah, and so he says here, broken down the middle wall of separation. You don't need to go to a priest. You don't need to go to a person. You don't need to confess your sins to someone else. You can go right to the throne. You can go right to the Holy of Holies, and he will hear, and he has already forgiven. Amen? Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Let's jump down to verse 16. It says that he might reconcile Jews and Gentiles. He might reconcile them both to God in one body through the cross. Say the cross is enough. The cross is sufficient. We're grateful for the cross. We are grateful for the cross. Pretty soon we're going to be celebrating uh, the Resurrection Sunday. Pretty soon we're going to be celebrating Easter, right? The cross is enough. Uh, how many of you love the cross in this room? Amen? Amen? We know Jesus is not on the cross. We know he's risen. We know he's alive. But the cross is something that we will never forget. As for a Christian, the cross and the blood of Jesus that he shed for us is something that is so dear to our heart. And it's that symbol that God said, I sent my son for you because I love you and once and for all for the remission of all sins all mankind forever because I pur purchased you with my perfect perfect blood sinless blood for perfect blood Come on. Come on. hallelujah That's good news. verse 17 and he came and he preached peace to you who were far off and to those who were near for through him, we both have access. Someone say, I have access. What are you doing with your access? I have access to the throne room. What are you doing with your access? Are you, are you accessing the access? Are you actually walking in? Are you, are you moving in? Are you living? Are you dwelling? Is this your habitation? Because it should be and it needs to be. It can be. Come on. God wants it to be. He says here. He says, through him, through Jesus, you have access by the Spirit to the Father. You have access to the Father through Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He's always making intercession for us. Thank you, Jesus. He says, my perfect blood shed for you. Now we're one. Now you don't have to walk separated from me. We're one. We're one. You and me, we're one. Thank you, Father. Verse 19, now, therefore, you are no longer strangers and foreigners. You are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. No longer are you a foreigner. God has purchased you. Now you're known. No longer are you like a stepchild. Now you're known. Now you're known to God. Now he knows your name. Now he knows everything. He's always known your name. But now you know that he knows your name. He's always known everything about you. But now you know that this perfect sacrifice this access has been made possible so that we can enter the holy of holies we can be because we're holy as he is holy he's made us holy because he is holy we enter through the blood of the lamb we enter because the perfect sacrifice has already completed that sacrifice so god is choosing in this day and we've talked about this but his remnant he's choosing a remnant and I know that every one of you in this church and in this room right now are the remnant of God. 
right? And the remnant need to realize that it's the blood of Jesus that is upon your life through this perfect sacrifice of his blood shed at the cross for us. It's the blood of Jesus that has given you access, given you authority, given you the name of Jesus to walk in your high calling. You've been called by God. When, when Paul wrote this, God, this epistle, Ephesians, right? He was, he was teaching this church to be one, to be the church, to walk in the rightful authority and to walk in rightful submission, right? And so we see over and over and over how he would tell the church that you're called, that you're chosen, that you're set apart, that you've been marked out, that the mercy of God is upon you because of the mercy of God. You've been marked out, stamped, sealed, sealed, sealed with the Holy Spirit. You've been sealed with the Holy Spirit. So therefore, when you see yourself as God has actually already called you, then you're going to walk in a way that's much, much higher. Remember, not everyone will understand you. I already shared that story. Not everyone will understand your calling, your anointing. They're not going to understand it. And that's okay. You got to get over that. Don't let that stop you from being the fullness of what God's called you to do. Amen. Sarah, God's called you to walk in an amazing, incredible anointing. And God is releasing. He's depositing and he's causing you to know more than you knew yesterday who you are in Christ more than you knew what you were called to do he is letting you know there's a revelation in this day I'm telling you we got to pursue it Amen. we got to pursue it we got to pursue him because he will show you exactly what you were called to do Amen. he's going to show you exactly what you're called and not just that why, why is that so important it's important because if the body of Christ does not know their identity right as, as believers in Christ, then what the assignment right now for the prince of the power of the air, that's just running rampant. And if you don't know your identity in Christ and you've been called, you've been called and marked out, you've been chosen, you've been chosen to be an ambassador for the king to stand up, rise up and speak when you need to speak. Then if you don't know that and you're just going to shrink back, guess what? The assignment of the enemy just continues to prevail. But you know what? Too much of the church is doing that. Silent. Silent when they should be speaking. No, we cannot be silent when God says, I need you to speak while these bills and laws are, are being passed. And here's the thing. Our prayers availeth much. Don't ever stop. Don't ever think for one moment that your prayers do not affect the kingdom. Because they do. Oh, they're affecting. We know that the, the, he already said that. He says, I, I'm building my church on this rock. Right? He says the gates of hell, they are not going to prevail. You've got to know as, as bleak and as dark as times get, we are the church. We are the church. The gates of hell are not going to prevail. It may look very, very dark, but... God is with us, but God is still moving mountains, but God is still leveling that mountain and destroying every assignment of the enemy. But you got to know how to pray. You got to know that you're in your rightful position. What did I tell you when we first started this book of Ephesians? I told you that this is about your birthright and I told you that it's about your, uh, about your inheritance, Amen. right? And so that you first need to know your birthright 
that you're saved, that you're called, that you're sealed, that you're stamped with the Holy Spirit, that you're loved, right? You're accepted in the beloved. These are your birthright. These are, all these are your birthright. It is your rightful place as a child of the living God. And as you get that in your spirit, then you're going to walk with an authority that you know when you see this diabolical deception going around, you don't just go, well, I don't know, this world's just going to hell in a handbasket. I don't know what to do about this. It's just terrible. No, stand up and say, no, not on my watch. No, no, the children that you've given me are not going to go walk into deception. No. Do you know that right now, even with this Equality Act, I'm sure many of you guys have read about that. There's nothing equal with the Equality Act, by the way. There's definitely, definitely uh, discriminating against some people. Come on now. <laughs> girls, young girls, women, the church. It's definitely definitely discriminating you know when a when a little boy thinks like a five-year-old thinks and then of course as they get older when they think a man thinks that he's actually a female and so therefore he should be allowed access to the female restroom or to your little daughter's uh, locker room when they're playing sports or in their schools are you kidding is this not a setup for like a pedophile? Is this not a setup for every disgusting thing you can think of? Equality Act? How about, what about, what about us? It's discriminating to us. Amen. Have you heard a whole lot about it? Maybe not. Maybe not. But here's the thing. But here's the thing. We need to hear about it. Yeah. We need to hear about it. Because if you don't hear about it, that's how you don't even pray. And these things just get Amen. passed right under your nose. Amen. And it makes people uncomfortable. Oh, well, is right. I heard somebody say, oh, well, oh, well, is right. There is, let me tell you, I don't care how they want to twist it and shake it and change it and define it and redefine it. Marriage is only between one man and one woman, Amen. period. Do you know that this Equality Act, in there, what it says is, is that if we were to say that, like what I just got done saying, that we actually would be breaking the law. If we were to say that marriage is between one man and one woman, that we would be discriminating against others that don't view that in that way. Listen, it is so demonic. It is so wicked. It's wrong, period. God's word never will change. Our plumb line is the word of God. We live by the Bible and what the Bible states, right? Truth does not change, right? This is truth. Facts may change. In other words, what the culture thinks is true. But truth which is the word of God, will never, ever change. So we have got to have holy boldness. Yes. We have to know our identity in Christ. We have to know the, the inheritance that we have as children of the Most High God, that he's caused you to be bold. He's called, you, he's called you to live on fire for him. He's called you to be his hands and feet so that when 
this comes up let me tell you you're willing to speak up because if you do nothing if you're silent if you don't share if you don't pray and if you don't speak up then you have no leg to stand on you can't complain because you did nothing to actually stop it when you could so what, guess what? My job is to make sure I bring these things to your attention. Some of you knew about it already. Some of you didn't. But you know, we need to pray. We're not against people of any kind. No, we're not. We're not. But I'll tell you this. God created them, male and female. He created them. Amen. Everything else is a bunch of deception and confusion. And I understand that there really is deception and confusion. It just doesn't come from God. It doesn't come from God. We have a heart for the individual that is deceived and confused. It just doesn't come from God. The deception comes from the devil. Amen. So some may not like this kind of preaching, but oh well, it's the truth. And we're not going to, we are not going to sugarcoat the word of God. Like not in this church. Like because you know what? We have to, we're going to be accountable one day. We all will be, I will be accountable one day. And you will be accountable one day with what you do with the word. So you know what I just, I see, I see a church that, I just mean in general, that's weak. That is just, they want to, they want to placate. They just want to, they want to tickle people's, you know, just tickle their ears. Just, you know, just kind of go with the flow. Let's not rock the boat. I've talked to you guys about this before. Listen, we're not trying to pick a fight. We're not trying to be, we're not trying to be contentious, but we have to be bold enough to say, oh, you know, that's, that's not of God. Have the confidence to speak up when, when you're in a conversation. Say, yeah, but the Bible says this. And, and the Bible. Do you know how many Christians even read their Bibles anymore? Oh, guys, this is a sad thing that I'm saying right now, but it's true. Now, I pray it's nobody in this room that you guys are faithfully reading your Bible. And if not, let's make sure we start. Daily be in the word of God. Daily be in the word because it's your life. It's, life. it's a life source to you, right? Yeah. So let's make sure we're in the word of God every single day. But unfortunately, I'll tell you, there's a lot of, of believers that are not. And so this is why you get a lukewarm Christianity. But the Bible says that we are no longer strangers. This is verse 19. We are no longer strangers and foreigners to God. We are fellow citizens with saints and members of the household of God. Amen? Amen? Having been built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. He is the cornerstone. He is the foundation stone. Amen? Our faith, our faith must be in Jesus alone. Let's, let's just turn quickly to uh, 1 Peter. Let's turn to 1 Peter 2 and... Four. First Peter two and verse four. Because I just read to you that Jesus Christ himself being the chief corner stone. First Peter two four, it says this. Coming to him as to a living stone. Jesus is the living stone. Amen. He's alive. Amen. Indeed, it says here. It says, rejected indeed by men, but chosen by God and precious. Even though when you say such a thing, it's going to be rejected. It's going to be rejected by certain people, but you're chosen and accepted by God. And so we need to have that kind of Holy Spirit backbone that says it's okay when my fellow believers in Christ all of a sudden won't stand up for truth because they're too afraid. Do you know what's happening? This is what's happening too. 
The spirit of the air tries to deceive those that it can. And so that spirit starts to kind of mummify, cause believers to go to sleep. It's called a sleep and slumber spirit. It's sleep and slumbering spirit. And, and, and all of a sudden, what they would have spoken up before, and they would have said something before, they're seduced. They're just kind of dubbed down. Let that not be you, because we'll shake you up. Seriously, we will, because we love you, because we love you, because we love you, seriously. But it does, it happens all the time. How many of you guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I want to see your hands. How many of you guys know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah, most of you, yeah, pretty much almost every single one of you. Um, you know, there's nothing new under the sun. Yeah. We know that. But, but it's very, very prevalent right now. I mean, it's strong. The deception, it's terrible. But God, because you know what? God always chooses the remnant, and he is going to use the remnant right now. We are redeemed by his blood. Amen? And so, and so let's continue reading here. Living stones, we are being built up as a spiritual house. Come on, we're being built up. Spiritual house of the Lord. This is when you come here, you're hearing the word. You're, you're seeing the spirit of the living God move. You're feeling God move. He's working and moving upon your life. Amen. And so here it says you also as living stones. Well, didn't I just say that Jesus Christ coming to him as to a living stone? We are living stones. We are living stones. We're being built up a spiritual house. Your house is being built up. Say I'm a spiritual house and I'm being built up a holy priesthood. I'm a holy priesthood, a holy priest. Yes, you are built up to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Remember I told you that as we're going through this book of Ephesians, building the foundation, and for some it's rebuilding, that's what we're doing. We're building a strong foundation that you know as a living stone, stone upon stone upon stone, we need every single person in this room to recognize uh, that their place is so needed. We need to wake up and realize, hey, you know what? God needs to, he wants to use me today, right now, in the exact way he's made you, Donna, in the exact giftings that he's given you. Amen? so important that we really get this because we are the body of Christ. We're the church built up together. Verse 6, therefore, it, is, it says it is also contained in the scripture. Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he who believes on him will by no means be put to shame. Oh, somebody needs to hear that. He who believes on him, on Jesus, will by no means put to shame. You know they're trying to shame the church. You know they're trying to silence and discredit the church. You know they're trying to eradicate and wipe out the church. It's not going to happen. That doesn't mean you're not going to suffer. That doesn't mean you're not going to have any consequences. Peter and Paul, come on, they, they had consequences, right? Paul and Silas, did they not? There was jail. There was beatings, there was ridicule, there was mockery, they were following them and taunting them everywhere they go, everywhere they, everywhere they went, right? right? A lot of persecution. So it doesn't mean you're not going to have persecution, but you, you have a choice in the matter. When you're persecuted, you're going you're gonna to stand stronger because you're going to look to Jesus and say, Lord, this, this world has nothing for me. Amen. 
I'm going to rise for Christ. I'm going to speak the name of Jesus. I can't help but speak that name. I can't help but speak that name. I told you that on the other day, I, I told some of you that I keep getting these, these messages on Facebook. Well, they come to my phone that I am putting out content on Facebook that is offensive. <laughs> it is true. We're going to read it in a minute. The truth, total truth, absolutely truth. Because if you cannot accept that Jesus Christ is Lord, the gospel is offensive, isn't it, to some? Amen. That kind of offense. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. It's okay. We're going to keep on keeping on. Somebody needs to hear your encouragement. Somebody needs to hear. Hey, if you have social media, you need to be using social, especially right now. If you have social media, you need to be using it to decree the word of God. You need to post scriptures. Post scriptures. Pray for people. Use that platform right now because let me tell you, right now, as, as the Bible, as people don't even read it as much as they used to, or name the name of Jesus, or plead the blood of Jesus, we will not ever shrink back from the foundation of our faith. This is the foundation of who we are in Christ Jesus. Absolutely is. And so we will not change. We're not going to shift like a shifting shadow. Absolutely not. Instead, we're going to get a little louder. We're going to get a little bolder. We're going to sing a little louder. Remember when they said we couldn't sing in church? We're like, really? We're going to sing louder then. It's ridiculous. No, 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 no. God is our master. We're not going to bow our knee to a demon spirit. Verse 7. Therefore, to you who believe. How many believers do I have in this room? He is precious. But to those who are disobedient. The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone and a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense. To the disobedient, Jesus is an offense. When you say the, the name of Jesus to the disobedient, Jesus is an offense. So if I'm posting offensive comments and, and, and posts... So be it, because I'm just posting about Jesus. That's all I'm doing. I'm not trying. There's nothing offensive unless it's offensive to you. Well, we pray the love of God totally radically consumes them in the best of ways, like he's consumed us. 